Self-comparison prevents you from stepping into your potential. It prevents you from stepping into your strengths and it prevents you from stepping into your own uniqueness. Welcome to the Audacious Founder Podcast. This is a podcast for entrepreneurial women. It's going to help you build confidence, obliterate mental blocks, gain knowledge, and harness the audacity to start your business, grow your business, or just start living your life with a whole lot more fucking audacity than you have been. My name's Melissa Manning. I've founded and co-founded more than 13 businesses in 10 years. And I've got more than 45,000 hours of business operating experience that I want to share with you. And I am here to A, learn more because we're never effing done, and B, get you to a new level, a new audacious level. So let's get into it. Hi guys, welcome to the Audacious Founder Podcast. Thanks so much for being here. Today, I want to talk about self-comparison. I was on one of our mastermind calls the other day, and one of my good friends who has a nonprofit that is doing miraculous things in third world countries that has to do with helping people get vaccinated. Uh, I don't want to say more about it because I, I don't want to get it wrong, but maybe I'll have her on the podcast one day. But we were talking about comparison because we had somebody in the group who mentioned that she is consistently comparing herself to others and feeling inadequate. And I mean, I think we can all resonate with this, but my friend was saying that she thinks comparison is good because it gets you fired up and it gets you motivated. But what I was saying is that that's not always the case. I think certain personalities might get fired up by comparison. Um, and I think on occasion, when we have already developed enough confidence to know that we too can achieve those things, I think we can get fired up by self-comparison, but I think more often than not, self-comparison leads to depression and uh, the feeling of inadequacy. And I think that, you know, this is one of the primary issues with social media is that so many people go on social media and they show the best of the best, right? They don't show the shitty times because honestly, like people don't want to see that, right? People don't want to see you crying. People don't want to see uh, you talking about your divorce. <laughs> I mean, like, really, I don't, I don't, I don't think that those would get the most likes. But so then the result of that becomes you only show the best of the best and then people end up faking it. And so then you look at these other people and you don't see any of the things that are going wrong. You only see the things that are going right for them. And and you have like there takes some awareness there, right? You need to have some awareness there where you understand, OK, no, no, no. They're not going to post that they just found out that their husband was cheating on them. <laughs> You're not going to put that on social media, right? You're not going to post that um, maybe your child just got sick. You know, you're not going to post that you just, I don't know, maybe you would post that you just broke your leg. But like in general, we're not going to post the shit that's bad. And so people then just assume that everything is peachy, that you have the perfect life and that they don't, that their life is shit. Because also we also tend to focus on the negative, right? We, we tend to focus on the things in our life that are going wrong as opposed to going right. That's where the whole gratitude thing comes in. We have to practice the practice of gratitude because 
our brains are conditioned to focus on the negative, are, fo- are conditioned to focus on the, the dangerous, on the things that are threatening us on a regular basis. So it's our job to kind of rewire our brains to focus on the positive, you know? So when we're looking at other people's Instagrams, at the businesses they've created or the, you know, beautiful, luxurious lives that they're leading, we have to understand that nothing is perfect. That, yes, maybe they're living a luxurious life. Maybe they're on a yacht, right? But maybe they're filing bankruptcy right now. Like, we don't know. Maybe their husband just cheated on them. Maybe um, they're having to sell their house because they can't afford the payments and this yacht is owned by a friend who just gave it to them for free for a couple hours, you know? Like, we have to understand. Maybe And maybe nothing like that is even happening. Maybe they own this yacht. Maybe they have tons of money. But maybe they went through the ringer, like five to 10 years ago, and they've just now sort of gotten to a point where they're able to enjoy their life. You know what I mean? Like we, we don't fucking know. So to sit there and then beat yourself up about what you don't know is absurd. It's fucking crazy. You know what I mean? Like why, why would you do that? You're supposed to be the person who pumps yourself up, not pulls yourself down. So this becomes about us, right? It's not about it's not about social media. It's not about the people posting only the good stuff. It's not about people bragging about what's going fucking great in their life. You know, it's about you understanding and having perspective that nothing and nobody is perfect. And so what I'm seeing right now, it's irrelevant. You know, it's cool. It's nice. That's something that I want for my life. But I have to understand that I'm doing what I can do with what I have right now to build a life that is perfect for me. That might be perfect for them. This is going to be perfect for me. And I have to be grateful for where I am, what I have now. Because that is the only way that you're going to get further, faster, and and you're going to feel good in it. The way we attract abundance, the way we attract positive things in our life, the way we manifest the things that we want is by appreciating and and feeling trust that those things are coming to us already. Like we don't have to have anxiety about when is this money going to come? When is this money going to come? I don't know how I'm going to pay my rent. Um, or I really want to be fancy. I want to be on that yacht. You know, and, and these are human things too, right? Jealousy is a human emotion. But we also have to understand that like what is meant for me is on its way to me. I don't have to be jealous about, you know, whatever she's doing over there. Like whatever is coming for me is going to be so much better for me. And I, I'm so excited and I'm so grateful that I am receiving these things. You know, like we have to, in order to manifest, we have to be in a mindset where we've already gotten these things. So when we're doing comparison, it doesn't help us be in that mindset. It helps us be in the mindset of lack. Oh, and and back to business, right? When we are comparing ourselves against somebody who is further along in their journey, maybe this person is 50 years old and they've been working at this for for 30 years or maybe this person is 25 but they have a rich father or they they have you know or a rich mother or a rich grandma 
right? Like we don't know. Or they have an uncle that already had these kinds of businesses and he was just like, sure, here's, you know, take this one and see what happens. We, we don't know. You can't, I can't compare myself to Steve Jobs, you know, like there, there's just, you can't compare yourselves to, to people that have a completely different journey than you. And there's no point in doing so because no matter how much you compare yourself to them, it's not going to make you better at being you or building whatever you're meant to build. So the way you get pumped up, like with my friends, what she was saying, she was saying like, oh yeah, yeah. I want to see what everybody else is doing because I need to know like what level I need to be at or what standard I need to surpass. Or, um, you know, I need to know what's going on in the world, in my industry. You know, I need to know what to create. Okay, fine. Right. We need to not be ignorant. We need to be aware of what's going on in the world. We need to be aware of our competition. We need to be aware of what the market is needing so that we can fulfill that, right? But but I don't see that as comparison. I see that as research. That's market research, correct? I don't see that as like, comparison is more like, okay, how do I measure up? Where am I in comparison to this person? They're making $174,000 a year and I'm making $37,000 a year. So like, I am nowhere close to, to them and I'll never be. That's self-comparison. That's fucking bullshit. Okay, she wasn't really talking about self-comparison. She was talking about market research. And she's right. She's totally right. But when we're thinking about self-comparison, self-comparison prevents you from stepping into your potential. It prevents you from stepping into your strengths. And for it prevents you from stepping into your own uniqueness. So Amanda Lopez and I were talking about identities. We were talking about how... We sort of, and, and same with Deb, we were talking about how you put on hats, right? It's it's like you try on these costumes, these identities. She was, Amanda was um like somebody who does all the obstacles and the races and like she was that person. Then she was what she called a club head, meaning like she was going out, she was partying all the time, dancing like a crazy person, like awesome. She was that person. Now she's a social worker. She's in this new identity. And what she was talking about in the early years is that she would step into these identities, but they wouldn't feel like home. They're, they would be nice. There would be aspects of it that she liked, but they wouldn't be perfect, right? There would still be something wrong. And that something wrong was that this was a costume. This was sort of like a pre-made identity that she stepped into. She didn't create from within her own identity. Okay, for me, I could see there's so many Instagram influencers that are talking about personal development and, um, you know, business. I can compare myself to them, but comparing myself to them does not help me at all to become a more authentic version of what I am. And what I am is something specific that is going to reach an audience that is different from who they reach. You know, there might be some overlap, fine. And I'm not trying to steal their people away because I am in an abundant mindset where I think the people that are going to resonate with me are out there and are, um, you know, abundant enough. Like there's enough of them. The numbers are, are large enough that I don't even need to even worry about her audience. I don't need to worry about if there's like enough people out there that are going to like what I say. I just have to trust that there are. 
I have to have perspective. There's like billions of people in the world, you know, there's going to be enough of them that resonate with what I'm saying that are going to support me and my business. And I don't have to be her. I don't have to say and do what she does. I don't have to look like her because my people aren't going to like that. My people are going to like what I look like and what I sound like and what I say. And same for you. When you go and look at this person and you're like, oh, I want to look like that. I want to be skinny like that. I fucking say that shit all the time. (sighs) But I'm trying not to. But, you know, I want to I want to look or that's who I need to look like to be. Oh, I was talking to my friend, Nicole. She owns a gallery in Miami. She was telling me how for the longest time she had this image in her head of what a gallery owner looked like and it didn't look like her. And that image was something that prevented her for a long time from committing to open a gallery. And finally, she realized, no, I don't have to look like this. Like, I don't have to be this person. I can be me and still be successful. Because whatever you're going to do is going to be so much better if you do it as you. Because this idea, this desire, this passion came to you for a reason and if you're doing it in a costume of somebody else then it's not authentic it's not it's not real it's not what the universe had in mind right it's it's some fake version of what you think you need to be in order to receive what's already set out there for you like it's already out there waiting for you you just have to step you just have to kind of open yourself to it. And you do that by accepting what makes you different. It's like you have you have your identity, but there's like these smudges on it. But these smudges are what is unique to you. And like we're constantly trying to wipe away these smudges because we want to be perfect. We want to be what that person is. What we consider those smudges, they're not actually smudges. They're there are unique characteristics. And instead of trying to wipe them away, we need to sort of just like clean them and brighten them up and kind of invest into them more until they're not a smudge anymore. They're like our whole way of being. Don't compare yourself to anybody but you. The only people or person you should be comparing yourself with is prior versions of yourself. Are you getting better? Are you getting smarter? Are you getting more audacious? Are you taking more risk? Are you trusting yourself more? Are you investing in yourself more? Are you being more authentic to who you are? Are you allowing those quote-unquote smudges to to get more light, to, you know, see the world more? Somebody else's story is not meant to be your story. Your story is unique to you, and you're in the middle of writing it. So you need to decide, am I going to write it? Or am I just going to kind of sit back, be sad, deny my own strengths, my own powerful uniqueness, and just let this story kind of write on its own, like without without my participation? Or am I going to like step fully into it and write the shit out of this story? That's the question. What are you going to do? You're going to write the shit out of that story? You're going to be audacious? Are you going to let that motherfucker write itself without you? Hmm? Send me a message. Send me an email. Let me know. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this called you out. 
in some ways that made a positive positive impact. If you disagree with me, if you want to argue, you know, <laughs> send me a message. I, I love it. If you are ready to make change, if you are ready to really embrace those quote unquote smudges, embrace your uniqueness, then contact me, schedule an appointment with me. Like, let's go. What are you waiting for? I'm here. I am ready to pump you up. I'm ready to get you where you want to be. Like, I'm waiting on you, girl. I'm waiting on you. What you waiting on? Hmm? Fill out my form online, schedule an appointment with me, and let's go from there. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. It's an honor to have you. Share this. Rate this five stars, please. Subscribe if you haven't done so already. Send me messages. Send me feedback. If you know people who have like crazy inspiring stories and you think that I should interview them, please send me that information. I would love to hear it. Follow me on Instagram at Audacious Founder. Shoot me a DM. Thanks. Bye.